Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back with Katie Horner and we're talking about business and about bringing in extra income to your family, what that might look like. Uh, We talked on Monday about her family and how they ended up in Mexico and what they're doing there. Um, I would love to know actually a little bit more about your ministry in Mexico and why, like, why did you even end up in Mexico? The last time I went to Mexico was probably, let's see, it would have been in the 90s, late 90s. And my husband got really, really sick and we never went back again. <laughs> that was the last time. Um, but Mexico is um, it's an interesting place to go. I know there are some really beautiful parts of Mexico. It's just part of God's amazing creation. So I love that you're there. Um, but we're going to talk more about all these things. Before we do, though, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. But not only can you try them out for free, they have a 100% no questions asked money back guarantee. So if it doesn't work well for your family, you can just cancel anytime and they'll they'll refund all of your money. So now that you're into the school year, maybe you're like this math program that we have right now isn't working well for us, try CTC Math, ctcmath.com. Well, Katie, welcome back to the podcast. We were talking yesterday about work and how about how work is worship. And I love that idea. I think that's something that is a little tricky to pass on to our kids. And so I would love for you to talk about that for for just a quick minute. Have you been have you been successful? I find this difficult sometimes with my girls. My girls are not huge complainers, but I also don't think that they're like, yay, work. Um, and as we're talking, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, we need to maybe work on that this year. Maybe that character development. Have you been successful in figuring that out with your kids? Well, uh, Yvette, our kids are ages nine to 18 right now. So I think we're at different different points of success, depending yeah. on who we're talking <laughs> about. Um, and with all, with all of us, right, it's a daily choice to choose the attitude that we have yeah. towards the work that God has given us to do. And, um, you know, I, one of the things I remind our kids when it gets hard is that God has already promised to do what He's called you to through you. Right, First Thessalonians five twenty four. Faithful is he that calls you, who also will do it. And so, if this is something God has called you to do for our children, obeying our parents, um, helping with family responsibilities um, as we get older, right? Your actual purpose and calling in life, your job, your career, your vocation, the way you're going to impact people in the world. All of this, He's promised to do through us. So it's mm-hmm. not so much about us doing it as being willing and saying, yes, Lord, I'll do this. Help me do it through me because he's promised to. And so, um, you know, with, with our kids, I think we're at, at varying stages, um, very quick to say yes. If they have specific instructions, we're still working on those self-motivated part of seeing what needs to be done. Um, but it's been, it's been a fun growing experience, especially now that most of them are in their teen years and, um, developing their own opinions and, um, conversations can be so much more enjoyable now. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the greatest things as a parent is when your kids start taking the initiative to do things without being asked. Yeah. My youngest did that recently. And, and my girls sometimes do that. Um, we've actually at times worked that into our daily schedule where I will actually put on their schedule initiative every day. You need to take initiative, but that's not really taking initiative if I'm telling them that they have to take initiative, but I'm trying to train them. And, uh, recently my youngest daughter, it is a habit. It is a habit. And uh, my youngest daughter recently, she she did a bunch of things. And I didn't ask her. Like, she cleaned up the living room. And I can't remember what else. She, she did some other things. And I was like, 
you just did those on your own. Like, I didn't even ask you to do that. She was like, yes, I did. (laughs) Well, and one of the ways that we're doing this is actually with our curriculum. My, um, Ah. my oldest just graduated, but the next two are going into their junior year together. Okay. Um, cause they're, they're pretty close in age and we found it helps for them to be accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they, we actually develop our school year plan, develop our, you know, our lesson plan or whatever and give it to them. And then it's up to them to when they're going to do the work, right? Some of them think better in the morning. Some of them think better in the afternoon. Some of them have differing um, responsibilities around the house or as they start to look for jobs in the community and things like that. And so it's up to them. And we check in periodically, um, daily if necessary, but definitely weekly with them. Where are you on your schoolwork? Are you going to be done by the end of the semester with what you've been given? But you know, in terms of actually doing the work, doing the lessons, reading the books, doing the reports, things like that, like that's on them when they're going to do that and check it off. And in that, we are instilling in them this uh, uh, independence, right? And this Mm -hmm. autonomy of like, I'm not going to be able to follow them around to college classes and say, did you do that yet? You know, Um, and starting to train them for adult work. and, And that's been working pretty well for the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, let's back up to working from home. And I want to take us back to that mom who is saying, all right, I really need to bring in some income. Our family's just not making it, or we're, you know, we're just scraping by. And she wants to be a blessing to her family and to her husband, like the Proverbs 31 woman. And she wants to do something, right? And so we talked about how, okay, this mom, the first thing might be figure out what what you're passionate about. What are you good at? Because if you're not good at it and God has not gifted you in this area, you're going to be miserable doing it probably. You're not going to have the best attitude. Now, of course, there are some things we have to do that we don't necessarily love to do. But when it comes to working and doing something from home, we really want to do what God's gifted us in doing. So that mom, maybe she's just said, okay, I've got to do something. Here are the things that I enjoy doing. Here's where I feel like I'm gifted. What would you say to that mom? You're talking to her face-to-face. What advice would you give her on? Here's how to get started and get the ball rolling to help bring in some extra income. A lot of times we way overthink this. And so if I was sitting across the table with you, I would just say, what's the fastest path to cash? right? What is, what is the, the easiest thing? Maybe you might call it the low hanging fruit, right? Like mm-hmm. what's the fastest way for you to actually generate some income? Um, forget getting an LLC or a business license, forget figuring out a name, forget creating a website. Like what, if you need cash, like what's the fastest way to get that? Can you sell cookies? Can you make a cake? Can you um, ba- babysit, take, can you dog sit with your kids? Yeah. Can you, you know, like um, maybe you can sew and so you can do repairs to clothing. Or I saw someone just yesterday selling um, headpieces on Facebook, for matching mom and daughter or something, you know, like what could you do with the skills that you have to be able to put it out there? All you need is a way to take payment. People still write checks. There's PayPal, there's Venmo, there's all these cash apps now, right? It's not that difficult. You just need to put it out there. Yeah, that is a great starting point. (laughs) And that's such a good reminder of it doesn't have to be so complicated. I think we try to overanalyze everything, right? Especially as, as moms and homeschool moms, we have to think through every single detail of every single thing to the point of where it paralyzes us. And where yeah. we just don't do anything at all because we're so busy thinking about how to do it. Uh, we There's a, a local mom here in our town who 
she started out baking cookies in her kitchen and it has turned into this huge business. She brought, ended up bringing her husband home from work. Um, he was working this job where he was working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. And now they bake cookies and cakes and all sorts of amazing things together. And they're actually opening up a bakery now that's mm-hmm. going to have a kid area for them, for their kids. They've got five little girls. And so it's going to have a little area for their kids to play and for other homeschool moms to go to, or, or moms in general to go to and bring their kids. And it's just amazing to see that it just started out with her literally baking cookies at home. And so it's, you know, God, God will do big things when it right. comes to uh, trying to figure out how to do it. And, and prayer, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it is just praying and seeking the Lord. Um, of course, that should be the number one thing is, Lord, what is it that you want from me? How can I serve you? And it could be through baking cookies um, or baking bread, whatever, but how can I serve you? How can I serve your kingdom and further whatever it is that you've called me to do? So let's take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Katie. Um, So, all right, Katie, let's continue on with what are some other pointers that you have for moms who are looking to get started? I would say also don't limit yourself to what you know. Like we said, ask the Lord what you could do, right? Let Him open that up. But think about things that other people in your area may or may not be doing. Like, do you are you good at writing Bible studies? Have you created amazing lesson plans for your homeschool kids that other people would love to pay to have and be able to use as well? Um, have you... You know, you go shopping for your food once a week or more often. What if you were to shop for an elderly person at the same time, right? Just thinking outside the box, even asking your kids. You'd be amazed at what ideas kids have for like, hey, guys, if we had 20 bucks today, what could we do with that 20 bucks to turn it into 500 by next week, right? And just brainstorming and using that power of your kids, like lemonade stands are not out of the, you know, out of reach, but your kids will have some really creative ideas too. And maybe even, you know, maybe you've got skills in digital design or graphic design and you could be someone's virtual assistant. Maybe you know how to answer emails and send them for someone. You know, there's lots of people who need secretaries and that can be done remotely. So don't limit yourself to just what you know right now. Continue to ask those questions. How could we get other people involved in brainstorming and really um, seek the Lord for those things that, that come. And maybe your first idea is not the one, right? Maybe it's going to take some time, but don't quit with it either because our God is faithful and He wants us to be faithful as well. If you seek Him, you will find Him. He's promised to provide what you need. Keep going after it. What about failure? Because uh, that's a thing, right? <laughs> I can see these moms 
who would try something and it just fails miserably. And that can be really discouraging. How would you encourage that mom? I would say failure is perspective. Um, number one, um, don't look at it as failing. Look at it as a lesson to learn from because now you're not starting from nothing. You're starting from experience, mm-hmm. right? I'd also say surround yourself with people who can support you. When we started in business and we made that very first offer, um, we were making an offer to maybe 10 people on an email list, right? And nobody bought anything. And I thought I was a failure. I thought, well, who do I think I am? I don't know what I'm doing all this other stuff. It wasn't until I joined a community of other people who were regularly making offers that I got to learn what the statistics are. Do you know if you have a list of 100 people and two people say yes to your offer, that's the average. That's normal in the digital marketing world, right? And so surrounding yourself with people who know the business, understand the business, have up-to-date data to work with can really help you with that perception of whether this was truly a failure or whether it's just an indication that you need to keep going and try again. What does it look like for your family? So your husband, I mean, you guys, it's a, it's a family business that you have. So your husband works with you. Um, I'm assuming your kids do something maybe with you. Um, I'm not sure. What is this, what, what does your family dynamic look like? So I'm the face of the business um, with the Flamingo Advantage branding and the flower in my hair. And I do most of the teaching, right? But my husband, um, we say he's the president. So he's behind all the decision-making. He does a lot of the behind the scenes logistics. Um, I have a daughter who is a graphic design and video editor and has interned with people like Rachel Peterson and um, really upped her game even as a teenager and does a lot of work for us. Another one is an artist. Um, My son is learning accounting, so he's helping behind the scenes with some of those things on a regular basis. And, um, you know, we just just work together. And what Mm -hmm. needs to be done today? And can you do this? Or no, I'll take that. Or, you know, who who excels at what? And being able to find um, the right way to do that and being able to compensate, right? Like, in your business, I'm not a CPA, so check with yours to get the, the specifics for your details and your state. But Um, it's my understanding, at least from my CPA, that we can pay our kids up to a certain amount of money per year through the business Mm -hmm. before it becomes taxable to them. And it's things we would pay people to do anyway. So they may as well be learning those skills. It counts for school and educational experience, and they're learning to um, manage their money and and manage their workload and learn new skills, develop things that will be sellable later on. And so it's really been a great blessing for us. But that's how that's how ours works is sort of a behind the scenes and a in front of the scenes perspectives and um, it's just been a real blessing to be able to work together when uh, when we need to. Yeah, being able to count school credit for our kids to be part of our business is such an important thing. Just before you and I actually got on to record, my daughter and I were going through her high school transcript and we were looking at okay, what what are we still needing? What what holes do we still need to fill in? It's her senior year this year. And so she has on there filmmaking for her freshman and sophomore year, because we were making a film as a family, we were traveling and filming a documentary. And so I actually, when I spoke with HSLDA and I went through her whole transcript with them and I said, she hasn't taken a film class, but she's like, we made a movie. And they were like, absolutely. That is, that is business. It's a class for her. And it's so great that we can put those on our kids' transcripts because that's real life learning, right? I mean, the whole point of giving our kids a textbook or teaching them something is so that they can take it into their adult life because our kids don't walk around with a textbook through their adult life. 
asking questions and trying to find the answers in a textbook, we teach them things so that they can go out into the world, into their adult life, and be prepared to live the life that God has given to them. And so it it is such an advantage and a blessing to not just to us, but to our kids for them to be able to learn alongside of us as we're building a business for the kingdom um, together with the Lord. So yeah. our littles have helped as well when we do events there behind the scenes, yeah. setting up the stage and helping, yep. you know, um, some of them are making lunch for us while we're for our quick breaks in between. You know, my my nine year old just did two commercial videos for our book that just came out. You know, and she did the voices for the little things and puppeted them and and put the video uh-huh. together. Like it's just amazing what they can do when you lean into that and give them an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. You talk about them setting up food. I remember when we were filming for the documentary with Sam Sorbo. And we we were, Sam was already there with us. We were just getting ready to start filming. And Kevin Sorbo came in. We were at this house in Florida where Kevin was filming a movie. And so he walked in and Brooklyn, my oldest, was setting up our craft services. So she was, we had brought snacks and drinks and stuff for them. So she was setting that up and Kevin walks in and Brooklyn was like, oh. That's Kevin Sorbo. You know, it was just so funny. And, you know, we, we've since gotten to know their family and they're amazing. Um, but it was just so funny that here she is serving this family and in walks Kevin Sorbo. And she just, she still remembers that time. And it was, it was a really fun and special time for her. Um, and he was so kind. He came in and he started talking to her and, you know, asking her about the movie and all sorts of things. And so she thought that was really neat. Um, he's a really nice guy. The Sorbos are great. We love their family. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are out of time. But we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to talk more about just working from home and what that looks like. We're going to talk tomorrow about how to balance working from home and homeschooling. Katie's got five kids. She's graduated her first, but she's got four at home. And that means she has homeschooled five kids and run a business with her family, with her husband at the same time. So we're going to talk about how to balance those things um, and some other fun things as well. Katie, tell our audience where they can find out more about you again. Oh, we would love to have you visit us at theflamingoadvantage.com. It'd be our pleasure to serve you. Sounds great. We'll link that in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you stay till the very end of the podcast to get a clip of what is next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And again, if you've not signed up for our newsletter yet, go to schoolhouserocked.com. Be sure to sign up. We don't send out a ton of, of emails, but we always want to keep you in the loop on what's going on and uh, encourage you in any way that we can. We let you know what uh, podcasts have just come out and whatever encouragement we can bring to you. It's why we exist. So sign up there, schoolhouserocked.com. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. They just stood there. Like, they just continued to do what they were created to do. They weren't scared about the tourists. They weren't scared. Like, we weren't getting out of the boat because there was crocodiles in that river too, right? (laughs) They weren't scared by that either. And 
Um, we got within several feet of them and just to see how amazing and confident they were just standing there doing what God made them to do today. And it was so impactful to me that as I couldn't get it out of my head. When we came home, I started researching flamingos and the teacher in me was like, oh my goodness. And I could see all of these lessons that lined up for believers. The flamingo can't separate himself from the pink. I can't be who I am on the inside and not have it show on the outside. They can't just wake up and say, I'm gonna be blue today, right? We can't say, oh, I'm gonna be a Christian this weekend, but not Monday when I go to work. It has to color everything we do.